welcome to the Everything Voiceover Podcast. My name is Justin D. Torres. The Everything Voiceover Podcast is brought to you by The Voice Realm, where only professional voice actors are listed. Today on the Everything Voiceover Podcast, we're going to be talking about a thing called return on investment, which is something nobody talks about in voiceover. Return on investment. What is return on investment? How much do I get back after I put in my money? It's a it's a weird concept that no one really talks about, you know, because... You know, uh, pay-to-play sites, when we're talking about Voices.com, Voice123, VoiceRealm, Badalgo, these are literally the only, only investments that offer a direct opportunity at return on investments. When I hear people talking so negatively about pay-to-play sites, then I look at their website, and I check, then I look at the Voices.com website, and I check their name, sure enough, they're on it. And I'm like, whoa, didn't you just say a couple of days ago that they're like the the site that should not be named? And there's such hypocrisy out there. It's like you can't I, feel, I hate it when people are like, I'm on the site and you're not and you're making money. And sure enough, they're getting reviews and they're getting they're working directly with with members of this pay to play site. And you're like and and they're making their money. So it's like. Why are you not recommending it to other people? I mean, sure, there's like all this sideways crap that's happening, but let's be honest with ourselves. If you're making money off of it, I mean, you shouldn't be talking. You know, you don't have to necessarily be like me and talk about recommending it, but don't negate it because you're just negating yourself. Anyway, beyond that. Uh, you know, and, and there's all these people who hate one pay-to-play site, but they think this one's great. This one's the one that doesn't do it. It's like they're all pay-to-play sites. They're all, we're all paying money for it. Classes do not offer a return on investment. What do classes offer? They offer knowledge. Maybe you might get a strategy that you can use in an audition, and you can test whether or not that improves your auditions. And what does that mean? That means you have to be on a pay-to-play site, or you have to have access to an agent. Those are two different things. Um, but if you don't have access to an agent or a beta play site, the other option is that you should, you might be able to market yourself to the, to specific, uh, production studios. But, you know, <clears throat> I'm a part of a marketing program now and I don't hear very, very many people saying I got a bunch of auditions. I hear people saying that they got contacted with people and they'll be like, we'll think about you for the next one. But you know, does that ever turn into anything? I don't know. Um, you know, classes may provide a connection to an agent, but that agent, even an agent, does not provide a return on investment because you are not paying your agent for anything. Your return on their return on investment comes because you are their return on investment comes when you do the job, when you actually do a job. Uh, you don't pay agents to do anything unless you book the job. But what you do provide is time for that agent. Agent. Um, how much time does it take you to get down to the audition and come back? How much out of your time out of your day does it take for you to go to the auditions? How much time does it take for you to record the auditions at home for these agents? Um, this, this is time. And then return of investment would be like, how much time do I spend with this agent? And what do I get out of it is how much, how many jobs I booked. Um, you know, that's, that's the way, that's the way, uh, that's pretty. Uh, agents put a return on investment uh, with time. But when it comes to actually spending money, pay-to-play sites are the only direct opportunity 
to get a return on investment. Coaches, none. They might be able to network you in. But they a lot of coaches don't, you know. Demos, do they provide a return on investment? They will they might get you an opportunity to get to an agent. But that's the once you get on the agent, then then that's where you start trying to figure out how you can get some return back on your investment. I did a two thousand dollar no, it was a fifteen hundred dollar uh, demo with an amazing agent, amazing casting director Dorian Elliott, who I still recommend to everyone because of the learning experience I had with her. It was amazing. D- did my demo directly get me any jobs? I don't know. Did my demo help me get an agent? Yes. But that's not. I can't honestly say that that has caused me a return on investment. You know. I would, I would say that me getting into the agency is its own return on investment, but I have to get jobs when I get into the agency, so there's no money being actually exchanged, and I'm already out $1,500. And now would be a good time to say that the Everything VoiceOver podcast is brought to you by The Voice Realm, where only professional voice actors are listed. Now let's take a look at microphones. Microphones and studio upgrades only get a return on investment if you have a means to get auditions and books jobs and book jobs. A studio without a means of getting auditions is nothing. If you have a studio that's perfectly a million dollar studio and you have no way to get auditions, then it's just it's just money spent. There's no return on investment. It's almost it's like you have to get a pay to play site in order to get some of that money back if you have created a studio. If you have a pay to play or if you have a marketing strategy, you have to have mind a couple of, you know, how many X a number of production studios, and they have actually, should have actually given you the opportunity to audition for jobs, or at least given you jobs, and then that's how much, and then how much did my studio get after that, you know? There are ways to figure out ROI when it comes to the upgrade of a microphone itself, but you have to have been getting jobs beforehand, like, say... Uh, this first job I had, uh, this microphone I had in January, and I got five jobs, January to June, and I got 15 jobs, something like that. And then I had this upgrade, this microphone from June to December, and guess what? I got 20 jobs a month, or something like that. Then you can definitely see, okay, there's a return, there's a definitely a return on investment for this microphone, because I started making more money because of it. But also, think about that, you also... Regardless of the microphone itself upgrade, you have to have a way to get auditions and book jobs. Do you see? And why do you, how do you get an audition to book jobs? You go to a pay-to-play site, or you or part or with an agent, or you have a marketing strategy. Um, there's also this assumption that anyone who teaches or gives advice that most people are star, um, that anyone who gives advice or teaches, they think that most people starting out are just hobbyists. They're not really serious about getting becoming voiceover artists. You'll hear, you'll hear these uh, certain certain articles come out where it's like basically trying to tell you not to be a voiceover artist because it's so hard. You have to really dedicate yourself, and then it's uh, you know you have to really look at yourself and figure out. It's like there's I, I read a whole book by this one negative guy who just basically was trying to convince everyone not to be a voiceover artist because he's the only one who had the ability to do it. Well. I'm here to tell you that I don't consider, if you're listening to this podcast, I don't consider you a hobbyist. I consider you to be someone who wants to do this for a living. 
I don't consider you a hobbyist. Uh, I, even when I was uh, listening to a wa- watching a Facebook page run here, uh, the, the people were complaining about how the, you go to conventions and there's all these like little teaching sessions that are like hundreds upon hundreds of dollars, and then there's like upper expert teaching classes classes for like even more money. And people are like, what's up with that? And the pros said, well, it's kind of like a necessary evil because the convention has to make money off of it. So, you know, all the new kids come on in and they spend money there and that's what has to happen. And it's like, oh my God, how dirty, you know? It's like a necessary evil. And it's a way for like old voiceover actors to be like, those guys are new. They're just going to get screwed over there. We're going to be fine over here. Or even worse, these old voiceover guys are going to be like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and try and coach those guys and make some money off of them. They won't make it anyway, right? And all of them say, don't use pay-to-play sites. Don't use pay-to-play sites. But this is the only thing that gives you a return on investment. I call bull. Start thinking of things as a return on investment for every single class, webinar, mic, studio upgrade, and pay-to-play membership you get. All right? If something teaches you a skill about cartoon, uh, tell, ask if they're going to be doing something about the business of cartoon at the end. Are you going to give us strategies to get in front of the right people? Because if that's not going to happen, you don't want to be a part of it. Are you going to introduce people to us? Hmm? That's a big question. You know, if it's a pricey class, what do you get out of it? If it's time, ask students, was there one-on-one possibility or are people just, or am I just going to listen to this teacher talk about how good they are for 30 minutes and then they're going to, we're going to come up and do a couple of auditions and that'll be it. If it's prestige, ask students if this teacher is really out of this world. Is this a Yoda? Are they going to teach you the ways of the force? You know, will this teacher network you in? Will they help you after the class is over, you know? Uh, when it comes to microphones, if it's a pricey microphone, what do you get out of it? Is it is it under warranty? Is this an industry standard? Or is this just some mic everyone's talking about but nobody uses? There's a couple of mics that just came out and people are like, oh, this is a great mic. This is better than the, the Neumann. This is better than this. And it's like, but nobody uses it. So why would I spend the same amount for this side guy that nobody uses. <clears throat> I'll stick with the I'll stick with the microphone that Hugh Jackman uses in Logan. That's fine for me. <laughs> Cuz he's probably going to use it in the next movie. Um, you know, it's a pay-to-play memberships. Think about it this way. How many auditions are you getting? Are they high quality? Are people listening to the jobs? Is there a system in place that you can get money for the job after you do it? Or do you have to do it yourself? Are you doing well on the site? Cancel anything that doesn't get you your money back within six months. Especially if you're working hard. If you're not working hard, and if you're not doing like five auditions a week, and you're getting 100 a week, or if you're getting 50 a week, and you're doing five a week, then that's really on you, why you're not getting jobs. But if you're doing every job that pops in, and you're doing it for like three, four months, and you haven't gotten anything... No thumbs up, no things, then go back to the last podcast that we talked about and try and focus and figure out what you need to upgrade to get that done. Uh, and if this the year comes up and you haven't gotten any money, get out of there. Don't, don't, don't renew it. Don't renew it. Get out of there. Because I will tell you this. A year-long membership. A year-long membership, right? For a, um, 
for a, a pay-to-play site will uh, get you more than a thousand attempts, depending on what depending on what site you're going after. We'll get you more than a thousand attempts at jobs ranging from $100 to $5,000, maybe $10,000. A single week, single five-week class will get you, at best, an intro to an agent and some auditioning tools. And might actually blow your mind once or twice here and there if you really let it allow it to blow your mind. And at worst, at worst, you will get nothing. Absolutely nothing. So make sure you think about what the return on investment is for everything you do in voiceover. Don't waste your money. If it's just a PDF, don't worry about it. It's probably not that hard to find the information for it. You know, there's not, uh, you know, someone may have a couple of strategies for audiobooks, but if my, in my opinion, anything webinar related is worthless, worthless, because they won't be able to teach you one-on-one. I mean, unless they have some kind of magic strategy that will help everyone, I almost think they're worthless. You know, this is just my own personal opinion, but think about it as getting your money back. If you already put in X amount of money, start trying to get your money back. Think about return on investment, guys. All right, this has been the Everything VoiceOver Podcast. My name is Justin D. Torres. The Everything VoiceOver Podcast is brought to you by The Voice Realm, where only professional voice actors are listed. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great night.